Okay. So, before we go weiter, we're in Pasuk Havav, And we mentioned this Pasuk in Tehillim. There's a certain angle about it that we can't can't move on until we address it. This is Tehillim Perak Yud. Famous Pasik that Chazal apply to Yehuda. Tehillim Perak Yud, which just a little bit of a background, which is important. It's a continuation of, of Tehillim Tests. This is one of the Prakim in Tehillim that don't start with a title, Mizmar, let's say. Just starts with the, you can read it, Mamish as a continuation. And thematically, it's a continuation. In Perak Test, there's something about the, the Oni and the Evian who's being trapped by the Russia. But eventually, Hashem is going to remember the, the Anyovim or the Aniyim. And then Perak Yud begins, Why Hashem are you standing far away? We spoke about this. About this theme of Hashem being far and, and related to this Mizmah. But here the Pasuk that we're focusing on is Pasuk Gimel, where it says the Russia praises himself, So there's two ways to touch this Pasuk. Either it means if you bless a Beitzeah. One who blesses a profiteer is, is disgracing Hashem. Blaspheming Hashem. Or, it means, a boitzea, who makes a bracha, is being menayat Hashem. And Chazal give both pshatim. Chazal say, if you steal something, and Agmar Babakama, someone who steals a sachitim, and he, and he grinds it and everything, and then he makes a bracha, ends him a bracha, menayat, because you're a boitzea. And they also say, Chazal also say, if you bless Yehuda, for saving Yosef, you're being menayat because you're blessing the Beitzeah. Okay? But uh, what's interesting is here we have a Yeshu Lecho Lechem and they sat down to eat bread. And you just, you just said, Ma betza. And the Gemara Baba Kama says, if you, take, if, you, if you make a bracha on bread, take a sachitim, and you make a bracha at a betza, that's niyat, right? It's Machlik Sushenim, I think. I think it's a Chayk Zushayn. Oh, yeah. I think it's a Chayk Yeah, it says, Whether it's the Bracha on or Moitzi. Like, it's a Chayk Zushayn. 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 It's a Chayk Right, so is that Gemara, is that, is that about Mitzvah Baba Vera, or is it that there's no Bechanan in one, if it's about Baba I think it's a I think it's a Anyway, so, so there's that. And here we have, they sat down to eat bread, and you just said, Mabetza. So, so then, putting this together, and here we have the Bechanan, Hashem is far away, and there's people trapping the, the, the poor person, and we'll see there's more things that are connected to the, to our parasha. And Hashem is going to protect the Ani that's being uh, ensnared by the Rasha. That's like Yosef who's being, who's being trapped in, in a pit. You see in Pasuk Tess over there, they, they, they ambush the Ani and they pull him into, the, into their net in Pasuk Tess in, in Mizmayot. And he falls into it. 
Then Pasukid Aleph about Hashem, they think Hashem is hiding forever. So, anyways, what this suggests is that they sat down to eat bread, and when you eat bread, you should make a bracha. But, um, you made a bracha, and the bracha didn't work the way a bracha is supposed to work. Instead, they used to be named Vayiru. We spoke about this, that everything they did was benavua, as it were, and now they're identifying with Yosef, because here they sat down to eat bread, and you would think they'd make a bracha, and that would be amazing, and it would be a gilushkin or something. See Hashem, they would face Hashem. But since he's Beitseya, Beirech, so it's a niyot. So, I mean, that's where it went wrong. The fact that, uh, the fact that they sat down to eat lechem, and the bracha didn't work out. Chazal make the same point in a little different way, just a connection to this Pasuk. They say like this, Vayeshu lecha lechem, and they told Yehuda to be Beitseya, because in Chazal, Beitseya Sapas means breaking bread. So they use the word, Pesta water, please, in cup water. So Betsia Sapas, whatever the, whatever the etymology of that word is, and whether it has a connection to Betsa, is a question. But Akabon, Betsia Sapas in Chazal means breaking the bread. So it says, Vayeshu lecha lechem, and they Mechabed Yehuda to make Hamaitzi. And, and, but he's, he's Betsia Beirach, and it's Hashem, he couldn't make Hamaitzi. So they make that, that, that connection. Mabetza, he couldn't make a bracha. Mabetza, right, he can't be Betsia because he's a, because Mabetza, because he's a bracha, the Manai. How old was he? I don't know why. If he wasn't by mitzvah, they wouldn't have given him. Of course, he's by mitzvah. Okay. Right. Good point. Okay. The Medrash Tehillim says on the pasuk, on that pasuk base, in Paragud pasuk base, where it says, Paragud pasuk base, where it says that the Russia chases the Ani and ultimately gets trapped in the plots that they planned against the Ani. That's Paragud pasuk base. So Medrash Tehillim says it's referring to the Shvatim. They were out to trap Yosef and ultimately end up getting caught in their traps. I guess it means getting punished later for what they did, or we discussed in the last year and the other year, which we'll get back to tonight, that Yehuda saying Mabetza is like the person who's in the pit. So, you, so they end up in the pit with Yosef. Last thing I want to show on that, on that is more for now. So Paragid in Tehillim, it says, um, Pasuk Yud Gimel tells us what the niyot is. Meaning, in Pasuk Gimel it says, the bitzeya whose mavarich is really menayitz. That means, which means, he says one thing, he's being mavarich, but since he's a bitzeya, he's really being menayitz. Bitzeya is the opposite of klal, uh, of brach, for whatever reason. I think we're getting back into that. But, so, what's he doing? This bitzeya who's being mavarich is really being menayitz. So, what's the niyot? That's in Pasuk Yud Gimel. Aman niyotz rasha alekim. Omar Beliboy Loisidrash. In his heart, the Rush is Minayat's God, he said he says in his heart, Loisidrash, that Hashem doesn't seek to avenge his, his evil deeds. That means the Russia does the Baitseya, he's being Minayat. Why? Because here is being Mavar Hashem, but by doing all his evil things, he that he, he that shows that deep down he thinks they can get away with it. That's Niyats. The Niyats is that he says in his mind, Loisidrash. You, God, won't be Darish. And if you look back at Perak Tess, which we said is connected, there it t- talks about Hashem will eventually will be Darish. That's Perak Tess Pasuk, also Yud Gimel. It says, Darish Damim, Oysam Zoha, Loishach Aktsakas Anav. So the Anavim who are, who are being murdered, 
and are screaming out. Um, although the Russia gets away with it, but the one who avenges the dam will, will remember them and avenge them. So similarly, here the, the Beitzea, Yehuda, is willing to kill Yosef. Except that he needs Betza. We'll get to that exactly, what that is. We'll see what happened with the, with the, with the threat against Yosef's life after you spoke, before you spoke about Kaponim. They're willing to kill Yosef, which means that here they're going to go be Mavarich when they're eating bread, but they're, they're, showing that in their, they're showing that they believe that Hashem won't be Daesh Yosef. But really, because they think they can get away with it. But really, Hashem will be Daesh, and that's what we find that when they were. Um, when they discovered, right, when they discovered the. Um, when Yosef was telling them that you have to leave your brother here, this is in Barak Membez and Precious, they said, Reuben told him, I told you, his blood is being. So this Hashem is Derish Domim. There's something about Hashem being Derish Domim. Doesn't allow blood to be unavenged. And uh, here they thought they could get away with it. And Reuben says, Look, I told you, you can't get away with spilling blood. It's going to come back to get you, and 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 that's the drisha. And then Yehuda, who's really willing to do it, just requires a betza. So he's the indicating that he doesn't believe that Adam is going to be nidrash. He thinks um, he's saying in his mind, loisidrash, and that's the niyutz. But well, it's not if true. If you think that he that he recognizes that it's a wrong, if he thinks it's a it's a it's a right action. Okay, I hear. The question is where it was coming from. No, Shalom is saying here, he was saying Yehuda is such a bad guy, but he looked like he was killing Yosef because he thought it was the right thing to do. He's not stop a murderer. And then he realizes he needs bet, so that means that he needs to treat him differently and not kill him, and, but uh, do something different. Well, maybe. Maybe the fact that the fact that they did end up getting an Irish for it, maybe there was a certain degree of yeah. yeah, I mean, I think the point is that Kinnah was at the root of it. So he spoke about last week after she had, you know, the, what exactly the Kinnah did, what would have happened without the Kinnah. But clearly uh, that's the answer. They weren't supposed to almost kill him. Didn't have to happen that way. Did and it didn't. Whatever that means. Okay, yeah. one more thing before we go right there in the psukim here. Let's look at Ishai. So that's. So I just wanted to point that that those two shlos need the bitzer beach niets, and indicating that Hashem won't be Dirish. But really, Hashem is Deirish Dam, and that was Reuben said to them, Look, I told you Hashem is Deirish Dam, and then you didn't. You were willing to kill him. Okay, Yeshaya Perkov Tess. Some other things about, um, about our Pasha, and specifically about people who say one thing and mean another. So we're saying that, let's say, Beirech. He says bracha, but in his mind is, is niyutz, because acting like Hashem is not derish, acting like Hashem is hidden, 
is, is a niyutz, and it's the opposite of bracha. A person says a bracha, it's simple. It just means a very simple thing. A person makes a bracha, Hashem does this and that and that. But he acts differently. He acts like, like Hashem is not present, right? But you act like, uh, like you're the one who controls whether there's bread or not. So, you know, that's, that's, that's why, that's why Bitzeya is the opposite of bracha. Okay, so take a look at Yeshaya Perkhov test starts in Pasuk Yud Gimel. Pasuk Yud Gimel, a few seconds before that, talks about the Nevi'im who, who can't see. Okay, so Perkhov test, Pasuk Yud Gimel, it says like this. And Hashem says, this nation approaches me. Respecting me with their words, but their hearts are far away from me. So they're just doing it by rote, they don't really mean it. You're going to lose the Chachma They hide from Hashem, they do things deeply from Hashem, they hide their Eitzes, and they act in, in darkness, saying, Nobody sees me. Nobody knows us, and you're basically acting as if you're God. You could tell God, you could deny God, and you could say that He doesn't understand what you're doing, and it doesn't work like that. Okay? It doesn't work like that. And then jump ahead to Pasukov Beis, where it talks about Yaakov will no longer be embarrassed. He's going to see his children. He's going to see his children, and they're going to be Makdash Kadesh Yaakov. And the Toye Ruach, those who are lost, are going to have Bino and have Lekach. And then Paraglamin begins about uh, this thing about don't go down to Mitzrayim without asking Hashem. That's the first two Pesukim in Paraglamin. Don't go take refuge in Mitzrayim for power without asking Hashem. Okay, so um, this. So let's just start from the end. This this Yaakov is is no longer embarrassed because he sees his children. And then there's the thing about don't go to Mitzrayim without asking Hashem. That's Yaakov. That's a reference to Pasha. So Yigash, where Yaakov goes down to Mitzrayim. And he's going to be reunited with all his family. And everything's going to be great. But make sure to ask Hashem. And that's where, that's where in Pasha's Vayigash, where it says, Hashem appeared to Yaakov and Beshev and said, you can go. I'll tear my down Mitzrayim. Okay. Um, We didn't get into that story, into that part of the story of the go- of the Zentimet meaning when Yaakov ultimately went. The, the Pasuk we started with, Pasuk Yud Gimel, about approaching me and, and not really meaning what you're saying, it just reminds me, I'm not sure about this, it reminds me very much of Vayigash El Yehuda, and said one thing, but there's veiled, veiled threats in the whole Vayigash El Yehuda. And... Um, and then Pasuk Yudal, where it talks about the Chachamim and the Nevoinim are going to lose the Chachma. Yosef was the, was the one who was a Nevoin v'chacham k'moicha. Yosef said, Esalekimani yare. And uh, Yehuda is pointing out that he's not really being uh, acting that way. Not really acting that way. Because that just, that's how you'd read it into, into that parsha. And then there's going to be a reunion, but make sure to ask Hashem. Okay. But, um, but if, if you read it then also to the first stage of the descent to Mitzrayim, meaning where they sent Yosef down, right? So there's two times that we went down to Mitzrayim. Yosef went down and then there's, then there's Yaakov went down. So the Yosef story, this also happened. There's something about approaching Hashem but being Echel Bepev, Echel That's like the Bitzayah Berich Nies Hashem. They'll say one thing, 
but their heart uh, betrays them. Their heart betrays them. And um, and then like the Tesvav is about hiding from Hashem and, and at doing things in darkness, saying, saying Hashem doesn't see me. That's like we showed in the in the in the Pasuk in Tehillim. They're going down to Mitzrayim and not asking Hashem. So, meaning they're sending Yosef down to Mitzrayim. But he's Taka's supposed to end up in Mitzrayim. This is all, as Sean put it, as we said last week here, it all starts by Chazal It's from Eitz meaning everything that happens over here is an Eitz Everything is, is by Hashem's deep Eitz But they are doing it. They are Ma'amikim Hashem last year Eitz They're hiding their Eitz from Hashem instead of trying to find Hashem's deep Eitz they gave up on that, and they're, instead they're hiding from Hashem, and they're going down to the time without asking Hashem. Um, anyway, and it starts with this, with this um, saying one thing and meaning another. Okay. Okay. Another point from last week to be mashlim last week's things is is just which is desire, but it just became a little clearer just to point it out. We spoke about the pasuk also Nishaya. And here I'm going to compare that Pasuk, Perek Nun Zayin, Pasuk which is from the Haftar of Kippur. Okay, so we're getting there. So I want to compare that Pasuk, Perek Nun Zayin in Yishayim, Pasuk Yud Zayin, where it talks about because of the oven of Betza, this Hester, and and the person goes shayvav, he wanders around on his own, because he's on his own path, so he's not on the path of Hashem, he does his own thing. That's what Betza is, and that's a Hester. And then the Navi says that eventually the Derech gets healed, and he gets Nichumim, him and his Avelim get Nichumim, very interesting phrase, how's a person and his Avelim get Nichumim, we'll get that in a minute. And then the next Pasuk says, the Navi declares double Shalom, double Shalom, because the Shalom to those far and near. Because those who are far and those who are near get shalom. Okay? So Betza leads to Hester, and the Derech is Shoivov. But Hashem sees that Derech and, and is Merapahim, gives an Nechama to him and his Avim, thank you. And this Shalom Shalom to the far and the near, and therefore a fool. Okay, so let's contrast that with Yimriya Perches, Pasuk Yud. Yimya Ches Pasikyud says, This Bitsea Betza from the Navi to the Kain. And then Pasikidav says, Vayrapu Eshever Bes Ami on the Kalalim Shalom Shalom Baim Shalom. So they're all doing Betza, and the Navi is doing Betza, and they're trying to heal the people by claiming Shalom Shalom, but it's really not Shalom. And therefore the next Pasik says, they don't even know shame. He call him loyadau. They don't even know shame. So basically, it's a stero. It's a machalik, as we can call it, whatever you want to call it. Meaning, Ishaya says shalom shalom. Why? Because he says lo rochik vilakarv. Enechanami this betza, and enechanami betza is a stero to the ways of Hashem, and betza is a stero to nevuah, and the message of the nevuah is shalom, as we spoke many times. Which is exactly what Hiyemiya starts. He says the, the Navi is doing betza, the Navim are doing betza, so therefore their shalom is, is fake, it's not true. 
the they say shalom before. shalom. That's exactly what Yeshaya says. Shalom shalom. Because even the Rachik gets shalom. There's going to be a refuah. They try to give her a refuah. I'm not saying I don't mean it's really a stira. I'm just saying no, it's, I mean, it's, it's the opposite message, right? The Taina against the Yirmiya is that he's not saying shalom. But that's because he's saying right now is not good. You're supposed to, you're supposed to behave differently. Yeah, right. right. Yirmiya is saying there's no shalom for the Bitzah Betza. That's it. It's a derech that is not, has no refuah. So they throw him in a pit. That's what Yirmiya says, right? No, they're doing the betza way, but they're doing the betza yeah. way, right? And he's saying it's not gonna, you can't get shalom from this. And, and, and indeed, um, there was no shalom in the end of, of his story, right? I mean, it ended up in the Chorban. So, Yeshai is saying in a Chama for that, whatever, that, that even the betza could have shalom. But just, you look at, you see the same Lashayinus. Yirmi says, shalom, shalom, refuah, but no, there's no shalom. And Yeshai says, shalom, shalom, to the Rachik and to the Karv. Um, Only I can do that. Yeah, okay. I guess you could say that. Well, um, yeah. Okay, just to point out there in Yemiel, Perichas Pasik, hey, it talks about Shoeveva, why are the people Shoevev? And, um, and then we have the same Lashainis about Betza and Refua. And Shalom, Shalom, that's the biggest one. But they say Shalom, Shalom, and it doesn't work because they're doing Betza. And uh, Yeshaya says it could work. There will be Refua. Okay. So in Yeshaya it says it's going to be an Achama to him and his Avelim. So it's Mardik. If we say that this story is referring to, or it's working with the Yosef story, the Hainu, has a work with the story to remind you, because the message of a Navi is Shalom, that is the Dover of the Navi. Yosef was sent to Hashivain Dover and to, and to bring Shalom to the brothers. And he's, uh, which is to, beget, to become a Navi, like David became the lowest level of Nebuah when he was sent to his brothers and when he became king. Because every king, every king is a. Uh, is every Mashiach Hashem, as the Ram says, Namur has the lowest, automatically has the lowest level of Nebuah, which is really Ruch HaKadosh, not really Nebuah. But that's the Dover that David was out to get. And, and what Yosef was out to get, because of Shamar Sadavar is waiting for Yosef to become king. Okay, and what's the Dover? It's a message of Shalom, because that's what the Navi has to teach, how to have Shalom. It's the main teaching of the Dvar Hashem, as we showed. So, so one second, one second. So now, so now, so now Yeshaya is saying, but when this Betza, and there's Yemir saying when there's Betza, there's no Shalom. Right, so they, they put I lost my train. They put Yosef in the in the pit because he doesn't teach Shalom, and now um, they become Betza people themselves, which is what you do in a pit, as we discussed. And we'll get back to it again tonight. The person in the pit says not Betza because it's Hester, so they became identified with Hester. Micha says that too. Therefore, there's no longer any Shalom. Okay, so therefore there's no Shalom anymore. That's what Yemir says. You want bet, if you have Betza, there's no Shalom. Yeshaya says, wait, so let's go back to our story. You want bets if the story embraces. You want bets there's no shalom. It's Hester. That's what Yaakov said. Right? The Hester is symbolized by the pit and by being down in Sha'il. Like my betza badami, start up anachi sinivol, my betza badami, right? That thing being in Sha'il is Hester. So the story ends. That's it. We're in Hester now, and, and there's no Nechama. That's what Yaakov said. So when Yeshaya says that, no, there's going to be a refuah, and just parenthetically, you mentioned the three. The Pasuk in Yim talks about three, as the, the refuah, but Shrayim should try to get a refuah by taking three. So the fact that there's a, a the Archaz Ishmael bringing three down to Mitzrayim indicates that maybe there is a refuah. Perhaps there is a refuah for this uh, Hester, which is what Yeshaya says. There could be a refuah. It's going to work out. It's going to work out. But what's going to work out? He and his mourners are going to have nichumim because the dead person is really alive. 
So that's why, that's why you can have Nechumim for the dead person, because here, Yosef has Avelim, and Yaakov is with Moed Nesnachim, right? Well, he's the Avel. Who is? Yaakov is. Yaakov is the Avel. And then Nechumim and Yosef is the dead person. So by Lashalim, Nechumim, Loi, Velavelim, no one only give Nechumim to Avelim, but if it's working off our story, so Yaakov is going to be having a Chama, because he's going to meet Yosef, and Yosef is also going to have a Chama. Because he's going to meet Yaakov. He's going to meet Yaakov, yeah. Right. Interestingly enough, <coughs> um, there is a Nechama by Yosef, but there it's interesting because it's the brothers came to Yosef and said he, they were afraid that he's going to hate them, and they came to him at the end of Parashas, and they said, we want to be Yavodim, and he said, no. Which is perhaps meant iron- and supposed to be ironic because they should have been Menachem him. My opinion. I don't feel like he ever really got. <laughs> they never said, never really said they're sorry. <laughs> no? <laughs> never really. I said the poor guy never was, uh, he never was, he never was really welcomed by them again. So it seems. No, and in that story, the Bishad is he's being Menachem them. It's like, hello, you know, they did wrong to him and he's Menachem them. I, mean, I think that might be the point. So, but Adam, he's the one who deserves to have Menachem. What? All right. And when did he ever apologize for the first things that he had done? So the, uh, the full cool. things... Okay, the what did he do? The, what, what did he do? do? His father gave him a Ksenis Pasa. He, he made, <laughs> gave bad reports and tried to, and tried to, up, uh, t- tried to, do, to wipe them from, from Amishra. <sighs> I hear, I hear, I hear what he's saying. Okay. The Diba, the Diba, he never brought that. Okay, fine. So the point is that it gets, wor- it gets worked out in the end. Like you're saying... Right, 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 right. Yeah, that I'm standing by. Hashem Lechum Levavilov. That it doesn't matter you're in Hester, but it's going to work out. There's going to be a fool. What? They died. So they, right? And therefore, what? They also needed a chum. Ah, they're old in the pet, right? Okay. Okay. Let's go now back to pasuk Havav. I'm going to go back to now. Yehuda said, "Mabetza kinaru gesachinu v'chisinu esdamai." So, what does covering his blood have to do with anything? have to do with, with Betza. It's the point of killing him and, and covering his blood. So the Bishad is like this. The Bishad is because covering his blood means he's going to be completely gone. There's nothing left. Nothing left. Like the, like the similar Pasuk. can tell him, Betza bedomi shachas. offer. It's the idea is that, okay, he's going to be down under the ground and, and nothing, just dead earth. Okay? Which offer is mechaser adam, right? Chisol be offer. You shecht chayev oif. Chisol be offer. So chisino is dama. He's going to be an offer, and and then there's no betza because because hayyod offer. Offer can't do anything. Is it's like it's completely gone. When the when the people of Kerech died, it says it says that the chas aleim ha'aretz vayyov du mitaychakol. The fact that they're covered up means that they're gone. So they're not just dead, but they're Completely gone, so therefore, there's no, therefore, it's like there's nothing to be had from it. it just brings out the, the lack of betza. But there's another thing in, in the chisinu as damai. There's another thing in chisinu as damai, which is that when you, the the earth covers up the blood, that protects the blood from being nidrash. We said before the pesukim, the mizmor to Helen, that Hashem is doyish the dam. Hashem is doyish dam. So I'm going to read you a passage in Yichazkel. It's talking about the city of blood. 
Yushalayim. And it says like this, its blood was in it on, on the shiny rack. It wasn't spilled on the earth to cover it with offer. Why? It's, it's out, the blood is sitting out there on the rack, on the boulder. The blood is out there on the rack and it's not covered and therefore it's always malachim, it's always going to be naikim. So it means when blood is covered, when blood is covered, it could be forgotten, right? It's not nidrash. But when it's out in the open, then it's, it's going to be avenged. And, and there's a similar pasuk in Eir, Perkezai, pasuk Yudches, where it says, Yudches says, Eretz al techasi dami, Eir said, Va'al yihimokayim l'zakasi. Don't cover my blood, earth. And let there not be a place in my screams. Meaning, let my blood be avenged. Okay? So the earth has this nature of covering blood and, and, and hiding it and making it like a... That's it. The person dies, he gets under the earth, and then done for, and it's all fine. And everyone moves on. That's the first Apostle in Yishai with that idea where it says, in Perek Chavov, Apostle Chavhei Aleph in Yishai, it says, V'gilsa ha'aretz al-dameha, v'loysechasa o'yed al-harugeha. The earth will reveal its blood and no longer cover up those people that were dead. So it means the fact that we take people and put them into the earth, it, it's also, means, it means that the earth has this midah of... Uh, Swallowing up the dead and making it that it's okay that everyone's dead and, and don't worry about it. So you put them in, cover up, pat down the thing, nothing happened. And everyone could move on. So that's what the Aretz is, which means in a deeper way, I think, that the, which it means in a deeper way, that, um, that uh, Aretz, as we said, the, the descent to the bar, the whole idea of descent and the Sha'il, and, and um, the bar and Sha'il and Yerida, is all symbolic of Hester, of being hidden. And um, the possibility of Hester is in the Aretz. Yemir claims that Hashem fills heavens and earth, and therefore there's no such thing as being distant. The dreamers, as we saw in Kehelis, the dreamers say, God is in heaven and you are on earth, and Hashem is not in the earth. So that means that the earth, Eretz is a place that is a possibility for Hester. So therefore the, the, the um, the um, Shvatim now would kill Yosef and hide his blood and put him in the earth. The earth that conceals, that hides his blood, it means the earth that says, basically the earth stands for this idea that God could be hidden. So putting blood onto the earth makes that the dam is not Nidrash because, because, because if, uh, if, you, if you stick to the Midah of Aretz, which is the Midah of Aretz, where the Aretz is the, is the place for Hashem to be Hester. And therefore, like we saw in Telem Yud, Hister Ponov Balral and Netzach, and Hashem is not Dairish. It's not Dairish. That's the, pro- that's the potential of Aretz. So by covering his blood in the Aretz, they're completely embracing the Mid of Hester. So therefore, that then, then connects back to Mabetza. Because he's saying, Mabetza, Kinargas Aschino Vechisino as Dama. It's not just that, um, we're gonna, it's not only that, Vechisino as Dama, so there's nothing left of him. Like we said, so therefore, Mabetza, there's nothing left of him. There won't be anything from him. It's also that, it's also that by by planning to kill him and cover his blood, they're completely in the world of Hester. In the world of Hester, that's where you say Mabetza, as we've been discussing at length. Now, now we're hidden from Hashem, so Mabetza, we have to make something end. So they want to cover his blood, and they want they want it to be nidrash. This brings us back to the point we said in the beginning that 
they want they would have the blood not be nidrash, and Reuven told him, no, 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 the blood is going to be nidrash. That's like we have in in, in Tehillim Yonatess, that the Menayets, the Bitsaya, who's the Menayets, thinks that Hashem won't be darish, the Dam. So who's he? He thinks he can protect it, but really, who doesn't say? It? You're saying, you're saying, uh, Reuven says that. He named nidrash. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't. know. Yeah, Reuven says he named nidrash. I mean, who Oh, no, that, no, maybe Reuben says he needed Nidrash, right? That meaning, but they would cover the blood so that it wouldn't be Nidrash, right? Because that's what they, they want to make sure that the, the, the crime is not avenged and uh, it's not going to work. It's not going to work as, as, he, as he tells them. Reuben tells them. Okay, let's, let's say the next thing. There's another horror here. Look, let's look at Pasuk Chavav and Chavazayin together. That's a difference between his speech and Reuben's speech. And... Also, he says, So he starts with saying, we have to make something from it, we have to profit from this. But then he throws in the fact that he's a brother. And the next person makes it even clearer. He says, Let's not hurt him ourselves. Because he's our brother, our very own flesh. So what is it? Is it that he's your brother? So you don't want to kill your brother? Or is it that you have to make money? How do you reconcile these two different things that got me? Starts of saying, we should get something out of this. This is uh, silly, why do we have to do without anything? And he says, it's a brother, we can't kill a brother. So how do you combine these two things? So, right, so let's take a look at this pasuk. Let's look at Perak Membez. Let's look at this pasuk closely. Perak Membez, pasuk of Aleph. Gracious. Vayemur ish el achiv. The Shvatim said to each other, Aval Ashemim Anachnu Alachinu. We're guilty for our brother. Asherainu Tsaras Nafshe. Pschanam Noelinu. Vloishamanu. Okay, Boilinu Tsarase. So we're guilty because our brother was, was begging, was in pain. He was begging, and we didn't hear. And this is why this Tsar is happening. So, so Yosef was, was begging them. What was he begging them? So we know you beg someone when you're in a pet. You say, Shema Hashem Echoneini, you say, Mabetz Abedami, Bredet Yashachas. Right? So here their brother is begging Mabetz, being Mishanen, from the pet, and they didn't listen. So Yehuda is saying, no, 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 we should listen to our brother. Our brother's appeals should move us. That's what Yehuda was saying. Because they're saying, oh, it's our brother, and yet we didn't listen to him. And Yudas is saying, no, he is our brother. So we do have to listen to his, what? To his mabetza. To his scream of mabetza. That is the tachnudim of Yosef. So, so when Yudas is saying mabetza, we can't do this to our brother. It's point, the point is we have to listen to our brother's tachnudim. And, and since we have tehillim, that tells us, puts it, that's the, the key, that the tachnudim of the person in the bar is mabetza. Which is just another instance that we are just to bring out, you know already, but basically you have, you have to be mechaber to Hillam Lamed to explain how, how this, explain this Pasuk, really. How do you explain our Pasuk? What does Mabetza have to do with Ach? So you have that Pasuk. And as long as you say that person at Pit says Mabetza, 
and it all works out, right? Which means like, I should have been able to be mechaber to him on it, but I wouldn't have thought of this solution. Therefore, his petitions should move us. Therefore, should move us. Therefore, we should not kill him. We should uh, sell him. Yeah. Therefore, his petitions should move us. They listen. Right. Right. And they listen. That's achva. Right. Now. Now, here's the thing. So here's the thing. But so the pasuk with this. The problem is the pasuk over there says that they said we didn't listen to our brother. We mean didn't listen to our brother, but they did because Yehuda then. Because he was asking for more than that. Ah, so the answer is right. The answer is Vagishmu echov, means they list, the brothers of Yehuda listened to him, yeah. but they listened to his mabetza. Means he co-opted Yosef's mabetza and for himself. Yosef was saying mabetza me. So I want to have. A, I want to do something. I want to accomplish something. So selling him into slavery. And risking the khair that he'll might something bad will happen to him, not protecting him. Um, perhaps, perhaps the shot is right. Okay, here's the question. The question is, what are they saying that um, we didn't listen to him? But but If this is if this mabetza is his tachnunim, so Yehuda brought them tachnunim and said, you know what? He's saying mabetza. He has a point. He said, brother, we should listen to him. And vayeshmuachav. So possibly number one, they listened to Yehuda who took the Mabetza and gave it his own spin, which is that he wants Betza. Which means he's in the pit with Yosef, yes, but he's not, he's not looking out for Yosef. And he's, he's, he's taking that Mida and he's going to use it and for you, himself, but right? And you're denying that he's saying Mabetza because he's a Chino. Mm-mm. No, no, no. He's on a deeper level. He's saying he's our brother, so whatever he says has to resonate or not. And I hear the Betza message. Yeah, it's quite cynical. If you, I mean, you could make it very cynical. It's like... Hey, he has a good idea. He wants Betza, let's see. You know. but, uh, but on a deeper level, it's not, right? We've been talking about that. He's, he's identifying with the Yosef. He's saying whatever's happening to him is happening to us. Let's not think that we could... That, 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 you know, if he's we, in the pit, we're in the pit. Therefore, so we should learn from his way. To, we, that should try to, we try to do, do for him what's, what would be appropriate for him according to his Mabetza. But for us, right. But no, but we're, we at least should we act that way. We so. should act or we should interpret what's going to be Betza even if he's not going to like it. Right, right. I mean, as him being in the pit and him being our brother, we can't deny his midah as not having some place in ourselves. In fact, you know, more, in fact, we all find ourselves like that right now because we're all in Hester. Apparently what we did brought us into Hester, as Micha says, right? So whatever he's saying is, is a part of us and his argument is, is betza and we have to deal with that. We can't so pretend. We'll we can't to pretend. Mitzrayim and Mitzrayim, they'll be better because for us, look, for making money. Because we're making money. Right? We're making money. Seeing the chesed relate. That's his better. That's the better. That's the suggestion of better for Yosef. But so they're not working for Yosef. They're working they're for not, themselves. But they're not doing because they the way sold him. That's not necessarily the way they wanted it. Mm-hmm. What Yosef is asking for is not to be. So what Yosef wants, right? Right. It doesn't mean that it's not. They're not interpreting that as, as better for Yosef. It's just it's better than being killed. It's better than being killed. True. Right. The person in the pit who says, Mabetz Badami is very happy at least to be saved. And, yeah, and, and, there's an and, op- and here's an opportunity for him to be improved. Correct. And, and, and Correct. all the, the problems that they, con- they, that they perceive in him can be corrected right. through slavery right, rather right, right, than right, just right. killing right. him off and getting rid of him. Mm-hmm. Right. The, the, the better answer for this problem is that, which we'll get to this, I think we'll talk about this next year, the, the, the shot that they didn't sell him. You know this probably. You familiar with this? Just, just in short. There's a lot of problems the next few psukim. One is is Yishmaelim, and then there's Midyonim, yeah. and then there's Yishmaelim, yeah. and then there's Madonim at the end. Yeah. Um, 
In other words, basically in Pasuk Chafhei, they said, let's, okay, let's sell him to Yishmael, and then Pasuk Ches describes, it seemed like a new thing happened. So new people. So the, so the one of the best pshatim is, and Shmam goes like this, and it's worked out by others. Pasuk Ches, like, the way that we read the parish is like this. Yehuda had this idea, let's sell him to Yishmael. Great idea. Everyone's like, yep, great idea. Meanwhile, or before they got a chance to go back to the pit and do anything about it, Anasha Midyanim Seicharim passed by, who those Anasha Midyanim Seicharim saw the Yosef in the pit and said, hey, let's take him out of the pit and let's sell him. So the Shvatim never sold Yosef. It's, it's the Midyanim Seicharim who sold Yosef. Reuven came back to the pit. The Shvatim had no idea what happened. Reuven came back to the pit. Yosef was gone. And Reuven said, the child's gone. What am I going to do? The Shvatim didn't tell him we sold him because they didn't sell him. They didn't, nobody knew what happened to Yosef. They all thought maybe he was taken away by a wild animal who carted carried him away to a pit. They talked didn't know. They didn't know Yosef was sold. So then they planned to sell him, but they didn't. So when they said Loi Shamanu... It's funny, they didn't keep track of it. Wait, yeah, go ahead. You no, know, then the Loi Shamanu is when they said, we, you know, we didn't hear as pleased because at first they didn't. By the time they did, it was, it was too late. At least they thought it was too late, but it wasn't really too late, which is perfect because the point is that on the one hand, meaning whatever they heard and the Mabetza ultimately did work out, but... They didn't even realize that, so it was like, you know, you're double Hester. Okay? Then what about that, uh, the Taina, the Sarogai Malchus? Yeah, okay. When you, does, you want to know, does that stim with that Medrash? Yeah. Yes, it does, because Yosef said, Shemechatim, I see, hey, or something. No, no, so, so just that's Pasuk, right? It says that you sold me, which, so those who say, I think that's Mamsa, that means you caused me to be sold. And they show many Pasukim like that. And therefore, the Chayav Misa? <laughs> That's the argument. kasha. Yeah, I'm saying if the pasuk called him a chartem, then yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. I don't yeah. think it's shver. It's true. It's not shver when, it's not shver yeah. when you have a Roman interpreting the term. Okay, let's... No, it's... Yeah. Yeah. Okay, it's, it's Roman I, I want to say one more thing. Let's do five minutes. Wrong, so it's, it's not the point. I mean... No, it's not the point there. It's Madrashik. I don't know if it's... Out. Meaning it's saying, well, I may cut off what happened. Okay, I want to say one more thing on, let's go to Pasuk, um, let's talk about Pasuk Chavches, okay? One point to Pasuk Chavches. Vayimshechu vayaalu. Vayimshechu vayaalu. I want to show something very similar. It is Vayimshechu vayaalu, which indicates how to read, what the significance of Vayimshechu vayaalu. And the point is that it's giving you a description of how they took him out. I could have just said they took him out of the pit. It says, Vayimshuhu, they, they pulled and they got him out. So look in Yirmiya Perek Lamed Ches. Yirmiya was put in a pit because Yirmiya wasn't saying Shalom for the city. Right? So they said, hey, he's not saying Shalom, so, so he belongs in the pit. As we discussed, a Navi who's, who's not doing a job at Nebuah belongs in a pit. And that's why putting Yosef in a pit is very appropriate. Putting Yosef in a pit is very appropriate. The problem is Yosef is going to die because they're not giving him mayim and lechem. And that's the same thing happens in that story near me, Perek That's where we got this idea from, where it says in Perek Lamaches, Pasuk Tess, that the Eved Melech, someone by the name of Eved Melech Hakushi, came to the Melech and said, it's not fair, they're, they're doing something evil to Yemio because he's going to die because there's no bread. So that's what we said. The same thing happened with the Yosef story. Put him in the pit, that's fine. But you have to take care of him. And there's no water in the pit, and they're sitting and eating bread and not giving it to him, so they're doing a big evil to Yosef too. So the Melech tells Ebed Machakushi, okay, you know what, take him out of the pit. Get him out of the pit before he dies, because there's a hunger in the city, so you're not going to survive. By, but if you're in a pit, you need to be able to go around the whole city and try to get some bread, because there's a hunger. 
So the whole description of how they took Yirmiyah out of the pit. Look at this. He, he, he goes to the warehouse of the king and he gets worn out clothing and he throws them, he lowers them to, 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 with ropes to Yirmiyah. And Ebed Melech says to Yirmiyah, put the, put the worn out things under your, your armpits, under the ropes, right? Because the ropes are going to be rough. So you some shmatas to put under the ropes, right? And vayim shechulik apasik yudgim vayim shechul es yirmiyah v'chavon v'yaloi seven abar. Okay, they didn't just stamp pull them up. The whole process, and that's called vayim shechul v'chavon v'yal. Okay, so so it makes perfect sense then that they, that there's a whole focus on getting yirmiyah out of the pit in a nice way because he's in a pit. So maybe he's talking out of navi. Maybe he's, maybe he's a hester. Um, okay, and I want to tell you also, in Perak Lamed Beis, where he was locked up, and a Nevuah came to him, and that, that Nevuah came to him saying, Hanamel is going to come to you and want to buy something, want to sell you his field. And then it says of the Perak Lamed Beis, that Hanamel came to me to the jail where I was locked up and told me to buy his field. And I knew it was a Dvar Hashem. Then I knew it was a Dvar Hashem. No, it's problematic. Plus, it don't know automatically. I'm not going into that. It's Mashma that Yirmiyot, while he was locked up at least, wasn't sure that he's, that he's, that he's, uh, he's Tertaka Navi. You know, here he is in a pit. That's what you do to a non-Navi. So when, when Yirmiyot is being drawn out of the pit, this is a very significant event. Okay, now let's look at Perak and Aleph, and I'll show you what, 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 what's really significant about it. Perak and Aleph Pasuk Beis. This is the Haftarah of Rashana. Okay, so we have covered everything. Remember, Yirmiya said. Remember, Yirmiya said that Hashem is not a God from close and not from far. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. Not. Don't think that he's only that you have to be in heaven. He's he's he's, he's in the earth too. Okay. So Lamed Aleph Pasuk Beis. Yirmiya says, "May Rochik Hashem nearly." Hashem appeared from you from afar. I love you eternally, and therefore I was Meshachi with Chesed. Okay? So here Yirmiyah is in a pit, which is indicates Hashem is far. And no, Hashem appears from him, Hashem appears to him and affirms his Nevuic status and is Meshachim with Chesed. Meshachim with Chesed. So the fact that Yirmiyah was taken out of the pit in, in a kind way. In a comfortable way, it's symbolic of the fact that um, Hashem appears to him from afar and takes him out with chesed. And, and uh, now we'll show you the thing that puts it all together and brings us back to Yosef. And this is Hosea Perek Yud Aleph. Hosea Perek Yud Aleph starts off. Ki na'ar Yisrael v'ayhavehu. Yisrael is a na'ar and I loved him. And I called my son from Mitzrayim. Okay, and then in Pazik Dalit, it says, Perikid Allah Pazik Dalit, Bechavle Odom Emshechim, Ba'avoisis Ahava. I drew them in ropes for, of humans. I don't know what that means. In, in, in avoisis, in chains of Ahava, of love. So Hashem take, called down his son to Mitzrayim, who's a Nar. And he brought them down to Mitzrayim. Right. Meaning it sounds like he's saying, oh, okay. I mean, not that he was in Mitzrayim. He called them to come out of Mitzrayim? Looks like. 
I thought it was he was in Mitzrayim and he was calling, calling to, to them from. No, he was calling to them from Mitzrayim, which is odd. Okay. No, because right. he says Mitzrayim to come out. Hmm? On the contrary, because because uh, Shem says to Yaakov, "I'll tutor Mitzrayim. You're in Mitzrayim. I'll go with right. you. Right, right, right. But I'll not. With you. I'm True. there already. Right. Okay. Good. So you're right. Bechav leAdam Em Shechem. Zegz Chazal. The Medrash Rabba on Yosef who are Mitzrayim. This pasuk. Bechav leAdam Em Shechem. Ba'avoyses Ahava. What's Ba'avoyses Ahava? Yisrael Ahav. So basically that the descent to Mitzrayim happened in the way of Ava. Happened the way of Ava. Um, the Medrash says, famous Medrash, that really Yaakov should have gone down to Mitzrayim in chains of iron, but Hashem had love for him and sent down Yosef ahead. And this Pasuk. This Pasuk. So, I want to go back to our Pasuk, I think. The point is, they didn't stop and grab him and pull him out. His aliyah from the pit was, was like a voice's ava because ultimately everything that happens to Yosef starts with Yisrael Ohavis Yosef Mikol Bonav. So even, the, even when he's going down to Avdus, it happens in a way that shows ava and that it was done to him in a comfortable way. And this is extrapolated then by Yemir. Yemir, who's in a pit, Hashem appears to him from far, and that's symbolized by the fact that he doesn't just stop him out of the pit. Hey, comfortable, come out of the pit. And that indicates. Like the Pasuk says, um, Similarly, the Avoyses Ava, which is that Yosef, whatever happens to Yosef, is, is based on, we saw Ohavas Yosef, the Nar, like that Pasuk says, Nar Yisrael Ba'ohavehu. Yisrael Yosef is Nar, and he's beloved by Yaakov, and therefore everything that happens to him happens with love. Hence, Vayimshechu Vayalu. And we will end with that.